0: Hey guys, so before we jump into today's episode, I just want to record a quick segment to let you know that I'm currently running some discounts on my online training. So that's Digital Missionary Academy, Small Group Mastery, Unlock Your Gifts. All of my courses, training, memberships, coaching programs are currently on sale and I've bundled them together, packaged them together uh, to really give you some great deals. Now, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, November 25th, Today is the last day that those deals are going to be available. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday, November 25th, definitely make sure to click the link in the show notes to check out those deals, check out those packages. If you are currently a member of Digital Missionary Academy, every single one of those packages will save you money on the training that you're already investing in. And if you're not yet a part of my membership program that's all about how to help you use social media as an extension of your personal ministry, then you'll definitely want to take advantage of these deals before they expire at midnight tonight. So click on the link in the show notes to check out those deals, and I hope you enjoy the rest of today's episode. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Britton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, We're here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's jump into it. 2020 has been a strange year. <laughs> now, that might be the overstatement of the century, but really, no one could have predicted the sheer number of just insane things that happened this year, starting, of course, with the global pandemic, something that no one in our lifetime has really experienced. Racial unrest, calls for social justice, especially here in the United States, And then also, so many hurricanes, like so many hurricanes that we actually ran out of names this year. That's a true story. If you don't live in Florida or the Gulf Coast area, you might not have known that, but we literally ran out of names and had to start using the Greek alphabet to name storms. So yeah, 2020 has been a crazy year. And while it is tempting to look towards 2021 as the year when, hopefully, fingers crossed, everything goes back to the way that it was I'm thinking about 2021 from a different perspective. We should not be surprised when the world we live in doesn't rise to meet all of our hopes and dreams. We should not be surprised when we are faced with overwhelming obstacles and unprecedented catastrophes that affect the people we love the most. In short, we shouldn't be surprised when a year like 2020 happens. And I think a really good theme scripture just to kind of root our emotions in as we think back on 2020 and all the stuff that happened is Romans chapter eight, uh, verses 18 through 25, where Paul writes, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope, we were saved but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. And I love this. I love this passage. This is one of my favorite chapters in all of scripture because as you're reading through this, you might be thinking, man, Paul is writing this to the church in 2020. It just resonates so deeply, doesn't it? And what I love though is this idea of, waiting with expectation, eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies, that we have this hope in front of us, this hope that we share with God's created world, that the creation itself is eagerly anticipating this reunion, this liberation, this reconciliation with God. And so if this year has really taught us anything, I think it is this, that we need to remember that this world is not our true Home. And when life is comfortable, when things are going well, when you're getting that promotion, when you don't really know anyone who's too sick, and things are just going kind of the way that you want them to, it's easy to dismiss or overlook or just straight up ignore this kind of anticipation, this anticipating the age to come and the promise that comes with the age to come, and instead just fully embrace the world as it is. You know, I remember back in 2010 when my alma mater, Auburn University, won the college football national championship. You know, I was not really thinking about heaven in that moment. I was thinking, this is as good as it will ever get. My football team, my school just won the national championship. There's nothing that could keep me down. There's nothing that will discourage me right now because this is just the pinnacle of human experience. (laughs) Looking back, it's a little... It was a little naive to think that, but it's not too far removed from what we experience, right? When you finally get that job, you finally get that promotion, you finally move into that dream house, you get that dream car, you finally marry the man or the woman of your dreams, you have your first child, whatever the thing is that you pin your hopes and dreams on, when that happens and when we're moving towards that direction, then there isn't really that sense of urgency of, Anticipation of eagerness of wanting things to be different. Now, this isn't to say that we should just sell all of our possessions and go live in a cave until Jesus comes back. We need to have balance. God wants us to be fully invested here on earth and in the age to come. But as we go through life, taking things as they come, we just need to keep our eye on the prize. All right, we need to not lose perspective. We need to not let these kinds of things, years like 2020, get us so off track that we can't even function, all right? And then one last scripture that I'll share with you is in Hebrews chapter 12. And this is, again, one of my favorite scriptures in all of the Bible, and I just want to share it with you in this episode. In Hebrews chapter 12, starting in verse 1, the writer says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders. In the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So don't lose heart. The race is marked out. Jesus has already made the way. We just have to walk the path. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes. And be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and I'll talk to you soon.